Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. TJ Pittenger, Ben Cox, Brendan Sinone, and we are joined again by Jimmy Chacho of Gaspar's Liquor Shop in Temple Terrace, Florida. Our favorite place. One of our favorite. Uh, I don't want everybody else to get their feelings hurt, but our favorite place to, to, to go in and have an experience and buy liquor and hang out with Jimmy. Uh, guys, how are you doing tonight? Jimmy, how are you doing tonight? Hey, Jimmy. I'm doing good. How are y'all doing? Worked all day. Had a good day. It's calming down. It's calming down. The holidays were great. And uh, now we're relaxing. So doing good. I got home and I'm here with y'all. Nice. You worked all day and then we're working you some more. Um, by nah, I love it. Here and putting you I to the it. test. Um, <laughs> no, we we appreciate you coming on and hanging out. We'll, not, we'll try not to keep you too long, but just want to see how you were doing. See how things at the shop were going. See if you had any inside info on some new picks coming out. We know you love your picks, and then we'll we'll shoo you on and get you out of here. But uh, man, how were the holidays for you? I mean, you stay up. You you don't you never close. Like it's just wild. But yeah. like the holidays are some of your busiest days. They're pretty insane, aren't they? You know, as a kid, I've been doing this all my life, and I remember when my father on the south side where we started. We used to be there Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. Then we spend time with the family at five or six in the evening. So it's nothing for me to go to work on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. And were we killing it? Yeah. Thanksgiving Day, people were saying, thank you for being open. You know what I told them? Thank you. Thank you. Hey, we had a great, great holiday. When you get home, what is your uh? What, what did did you pour something good when you got home on Christmas Day? Like, what was your like? What's your what's your holiday pour this year? Do you know something? I was running hard. Believe me, <laughs> water I'm running hard. The family's <laughs> here. I'm Jeez. not kidding you. We're running. <laughs> I go from the bar to here. Normally, when I get home, I like to take a shower, defrag. But when the family's here, you're running till another 11 or 12 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I get one of my store pits and the peerless has been really good. And uh, oh, I always yeah. try to do one of my store pits all the time because I'm so proud of them. And you know something? That's what makes us different. You can go to any liquor store. What I try to do and bring to the table here is our liquor shop pits because that's what makes us different. And I tell people, try it. It's free. Where do you go and get to taste as many as, what, 400, 500? And if I like you, I open the bottle right then and there. Because I, it's an experience. That's why you want to come to Gaspers. Yeah, I completely agree. I uh, So when I'm looking, especially at the end of the year, shopping for you know a nice bottle of, of something that I don't know about. Like, for example, uh, this year I had to buy a bottle for for my boss who's big into scotch and I have no idea, you know, the best way to approach scotch or, you know, what his preference was. 
but I go in and um, I think you had the entire line of uh, like Glimmerangi or uh, oh yeah, uh, I'll open it. Uh, Glenn Farkless yeah. to like yeah. basically yeah, just I, I some too. everything from like six year <laughs> up to like 17 or 23 year. It was outrageous. And you can just walk into, yeah. like, Hey, I want to, I want to taste this, this, this. And it lets me just say, Hey, Oh, I think my boss is going to enjoy this one. Because if I go in there and say, Hey, I need a scotch. I don't know what I'm looking for. I'll, I'll just be grabbing something blind as opposed to knowing, you know, a little about that. So not only can you taste all the bourbons, you can taste a good amount of scotches there. This is scotch selection. That's, you know, Probably bar none, some of the best ones in, in Tampa. As Jimmy's well, let so. me try the rums in there too. We've tried everything. Oh, and the rums. Jeez. The only thing we the only thing we don't try is the vodka because that just makes us straight alcoholics. But like we've tried everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if sipping on vodka at two in the afternoon is really, really you know something we should be doing. But we yeah. even try the rums in there. Uh, yeah. uh, the, That's this, what's nice. You know something? You're talking about the single malt scotches. You know what I've always wanted. I always wanted the whole line because when you're there, you're there for the experience and I'm there for you to spend money. So when am I going to tell you, Oh, I'll get that next week. No, I get the whole line. My, my salesmen slash partners and they're my partners. They do a great job with me They're They know what I need. We're, we got every different brand you can think of in the whole line. I, so first off, before we were, before we started recording, I told Jimmy that I got to go to gas bars because I'm not from Tampa. So I don't get to go down there very often. I went down to see my dad in St. Pete a few months back, stopped by to see TJ. And on the way to see TJ, I stopped by there. It was legitimately like, I'm not kissing butt here. Like it was a legitimately, maybe I am, but it was a really great experience. <laughs> the, the Scotch selection was awesome. Uh, and the bourbon selection was great. And I got to hear like the clerks actually talking about store picks and selling it to just, just random people who are walking in. And I, like, they were so knowledgeable and passionate about it, Jimmy. Uh, it was really cool to see. I, I do want to throw something to Ben here real quick. Ben, your yes. suggestion for a scotch for your boss for Christmas. We haven't talked about, you called me, asked me for advice I was thoughtful on it. I looked up stuff. I did research for what his preferences were. And then you just ignored my advice totally and went and asked someone at Jimmy's store. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, you gotta go, gotta go to the experts, you know. Guys, <laughs> guys at gas bars, the experts. That's what you gotta do, man. You ask the experts. You ask the beginners, you ask the amateurs, you gotta go to the experts. Jimmy, how do you end up like procuring experts, like knowledgeable people at your store? Like you test them, like how, how do you get there's some stores I go to where they could tell, like, I, I feel like we know more than the people who are paid to do it. I didn't yeah. get the feeling at your place. Like the people were talking about stuff very knowledgeably and it was impressive. That's a good question. You know, something trying to find people right now is tough. Sure. The guys I've had like Bradley, when I say first mm -hmm. class, he's been with me for many, many years. Him and I gel together. I take him to Kentucky. I take him on trips with us. So they're part of it. You have it or you don't have it. Listening to Bradley, he's in, he's first class. I've got Joe. I've got Sean in there. Sean's been with me 12, 13 years. So when you have people like that, they're passionate. That's why I want my guys to be part of the picking because they take ownership. And me, I just sit back. My Sometimes I like something, but the other guys overrule me. You know what I say? Y'all the boss. Go for it. So as far as getting people to do it, 
You got to love it. I make an atmosphere over there that you want to come to work. I, I love going to work. Every day I get up and I'm, I'm wanting to go to work. I make that atmosphere. No, it, it shows in the way, again, the store clerks talk to the customers. I thought that was, again, one experience for me and it was obvious. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. No, for, Thank we you. talk sure. about welcome. We talk about the store too, and you know, I'll I'll let I'll pass this back off to Brendan or Ben. We showed the pictures last time. I don't have them right here on the on the thing ready to go. If I'd have been a little bit more prepared, we would have. Mm, but mm -mm. I, the pictures don't even do it justice. Like when you walk in and we tell you, like this is the largest bourbon selection in Tampa. Like it's not even close. Like it's the entire wall, and you don't really get the you don't really get the uh, like I said, the picture doesn't do it justice. You don't really get like the depth, but like. The number of bourbons and whiskeys that are in this place is insane. And then, like I said, I mean, I, I you know, anything you're looking for is there. But then, like, the store picks are where it's at. Like, Jimmy, what um, – we've talked about your store picks before. We talked about how much you love them. We talked about how much you enjoy them. Obviously, people love them. They love coming in and trying them and finding stuff. We've talked about several things on here. Uh, Ben's going to talk to you about the Blue Note here in a minute. We've done – we've reviewed the Peerless – We've done the old pepper. We've done so many things. Um, what's what's next? What's on the way? What's coming? What what can we look forward to in 2022? Let me tell you, I do not believe I have over 30 store picks. I don't know what I was doing last year. I was just <laughs> buying and buying and buying barrels. But <laughs> whatever, four roses coming out. The barrel I'm looking forward to that. Um, what else mm. do I have? And it's the OSB, I mean the OBSB. Ooh. I have an Elijah Craig barrel proof coming out. Yes. Door pick? Yeah. yeah. We just heard Dude. that those existed There's, like they yeah. just started ago. and they're yeah. amazing. Oh, oh my god. Pen hooks six year. Pen right. six year. Wow. Um, let me tell you what I did. So I was invited to go to Vermont and I went with Wally from Whiskey Willies. Mm -hmm. Very nice guy. I do picks with Wally and I like him. And he has a great store, great selection, different atmosphere than mine, but he works a good place. So we went to Vermont. We picked around four different barrels. We're going to split them around. And I'm going to tell you, after you go visit Vermont, you want to drink Whistle Pig. It's, it's cool. The hospitality, they're just good people. And I'm not, I mean, I have good experiences everywhere I go, but at every one of them touches my heart differently because that's what makes that barrel taste that much barrel for me. Because every time I'm drinking, I'm always thinking about the time that I went with these guys and we were playing ping pong and playing pool and at the campfire outside mm -hmm. while it was snowing. That's what that's right. I think about. And that's why I like bringing my managers with me to Kentucky and Baltimore for Sagamore. And we're going to take a trip to Vermont. I'm going to take them out there. We're going to have a nice outing there. But they take ownership and you think about that kind of stuff. So am I passionate about it? Yes. Yeah. TJ and Ben got me for my birthday uh, a pick that you did with Whiskey Willies, and then I think it was the Tampa Bay Whiskey Society as well. It was yeah. Old Elks Weeded, uh, oh yeah, weeded was, which was awesome, awesome, uh, yep. really, really great. Uh, 
So what happens, Jimmy, it's kind of like an out of left field question. It's about store picks. I was wondering, like, when you guys go through the process, and you talked about the actual process of it last time you were on with us. What happens in the rare instances when you get like a certain, you don't have to name names here, but when you get like a certain like uh, grouping of picks that you maybe don't love, like, can you say, ah, there's nothing here that I really like I, feeling right I've now? Or is that, okay. What happens? I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. And it's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. It's nothing personal. Right now, we got to move on. We just got to see if there's something different that we can try. We, we've been to Kentucky trying Russell barrels. We must have tried eight or nine of them. Every time we get a Russell's barrel, we sell out within 24 to 48 hours. We kill yeah. it. And they're tight that we got to walk. And it's nothing personal. Bring something back. It just didn't hit us. We're not, hey, listen, we're just a good old boys over there. Just try, I mean, we know our profile. We know the profile that's working for us. I've had people bring in our competitors' bottles, and we've tried them side by side. And I'm going to tell you, I'll challenge them. I'll challenge people. Bring your bottles. Let's do a blind tasting. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. We put it in a brown bag, and let's see who wins. Oh, I yeah. mean, that, to me, I don't have a problem with it. I, can, I don't mind losing. I mean, I don't lose much, but I don't want to lose. <laughs> no, I completely agree. Well, We've I talked about that. On that one. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. We've talked about that in the past. There are some stores in the area where it's just it's night and day. You go to you go to Jimmy's or you know some of the the nicer spots, and then you go to these other places, and it's just it's really night and day based on the the barrels they pick and just who's picking it for them. And I think your team at Gas Bars has a really uh, solid group behind them, solid palette that. You know, it is based on, you know, who's who's palette like overall, but it just seems like you guys line up with the the majority of people most of the time. So definitely uh, my profile or you know, the palette that I have, you know, kind of matches what, what your what your team kind of brings. And I think that just goes to show that, like I said, you guys hire experts and you guys have really solid people that work with you guys. So we got passion. Yeah, that comes through. Like you talked about, um, when you go to Vermont and, and you drink with those folks at Whistlepig or you go to Kentucky and, and obviously there's a billion distilleries there and stuff like it's not, there's a lot of good whiskey out there. Right. And so like what kind of sets it apart? Well, for, for us, it's the same thing. We want to drink people, you know, whether it's you or whether it's Tommy or whether it's Susan, like whoever, right? Like we want to drink people like we want to, Dream people that we know that we're supporting. People always talk about like supporting your supporting your local stores. And we feel blessed here in Tampa where there are, I mean, several good stores that people can go to. And then you've got like the Tribunal and the Tampa Whiskey site. There's a lot of different stuff. Poor Brendan's up there with like one store that uh uh that does picks, yes, picks yeah. here and there, yeah. you know, like barely <laughs> ever gets anything. I got so um, excited when I was down there visiting. I stopped at a couple stores before I got to Jimmy's because I was coming in from St. Pete. And I love this uh, Sagamore cognac finished one that I sampled yeah. at a certain store. I got it for TJ as a housewarming gift. I th- no, I got it for myself. No, I got you something else, TJ. I got, I got that for myself. for myself. That's right. But I let you guys <laughs> buy me it. anything. <laughs> and then I ended up stopping at Jimmy's was the last stop I made and they had the same pick there and it was yep, $10 right. less. And uh, yep. I, pl- I played myself. Yeah. No, but you're it- right. I price, I price to sell. I, I'm, I'm hey, with let you. me tell you, I want a fast pickle and a slow dime. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. I need to get it on. Okay. It's chop chop with me. 
Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm with you 100. percent I mean, we we are bourbon on a budget, and so we love a good deal if we ever see one. And what I have been talking about constantly over the past month, month and a half, is your Blue Note pick that comes in at 36.99, 123.4 proof. One of yep. gosh, what a steal of a deal he won't stop bottle. talking about I Jimmy. Will, he won't i refuse stop. Yeah. so talk to me about blue note where did you guys come across that that was a Look. that was a complete group that i never heard of prior to this and they are absolutely killing it with their price and their proof and their juice is amazing let me tell you that's scott from a breakthrough and these guys that are working with me when i say partners he's super good so he got me. I've been. Uh, I'm on my third barrel. I think that was my second or third barrel. And, Bring another uh, one. Uh, yeah. No. 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 I could price it more if I want to, but I'm happy with my points because you know something. You're talking about it, and mm. I, I'm looking for the next barrel, the next barrel. But it's getting tougher. There's a lot of places opening up liquor stores, and I got to fight for barrels. That's why I have to make sure I do everybody right. It's all about relationships. They want to partner up with the best. Why would you not want to partner up with me where you can try over 30 store pits right now? Where can you go? I mean, I don't know where you can go and have the experience you have and try a $100 bottle before you even think about buying it. That, to me, that's a place to be. And the cleanliness, ay yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy does it all over there. I've seen him unloading trucks. I've seen him cleaning up spills. I've seen him pouring liquor. I've seen him ringing people out. I, Jimmy, you know, um, Jimmy's the man over there. So, hey, we wanted we've we've talked about this a little off air. We've talked with Bradley about it a little bit. We would love we we're excited to potentially do a pick with you. I know Ben's voting hard for the blue note. No, no. Um, oh, no. He's going to cry yeah, if it ends up being something else. It could be Pappy Van Winkle and he'd cry that it wasn't blue note. <laughs> blue note's so good. <laughs> so you good. know what I'm going to do? Mike Scotty from Breakthrough, he's, in, uh, he's out of town. He will not be in. Because if that was the case, I'll be on the phone with him and saying, look, we got to book it really, really quick. I'll get you on the blue note tasting and I'll have you from start to finish from start to finish. I'll have it with y'all. So that right there, you can take an ownership of it. And at that time, if you don't like it, we, Hey, we have to pass. We're, we're making you three. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) He's loaded anyway. On it. I, I think we can have a good time picking yeah. one of those out so he won't be back until next week after that i'll find out and i'll get it i'll get a barrel Absolutely. cool awesome it'll be fun Looking jimmy tell people that. the address i don't have it off the top of my head tell people the address where where you guys are uh where they can follow you where they can see your stuff um we appreciate you hanging out hopefully we didn't keep you too long but tell people about no, the, man. the store and we'll go from there hey let me tell you we're in temple terrace it's gaspers patio bar and grill in temple terrace uh, we're right down the street from the Hard Rock Cafe. It's a family-owned and family-ran business. My father opened up in 1960. I took it over in 1989, and I knew what I was looking for. I built the whole entire place. So it's easy to get somebody to come in one time, but my goal has always been 
getting you in there again and again and again. Because I got people that travel all over the place to be able to try different things. And at the end of the day, what you can do, you can go on the patio, bring your dog, go into the bourbon bar, have us something to eat. We got mm-hmm. good food. We got good food. And I pride myself for the cleanliness of the place. So that right there, and I'm there every day. What makes Gaspers is me. The guy right here is the guy that wakes up every day, opens up them doors. And I'm the orchestra leader. And I, and I get it going. And that right there, I hope you always have a good experience. We're not going to always bat a thousand. We're not. We're not going to always bat a thousand, but I damn well try to do it. Even if I get a good average hit, that's all I'm looking for. And I appreciate y'all coming in there. Well, we love it, man. We love stopping in. Anytime I'm around, my mother-in-law works like right down the road. So I drop the kids off all the time. I'm like, hey, I'm going to see Jimmy. <laughs> it's like, did you, did you stop by this job? <laughs> I just had to go see him. Were you trying to bourbon again? But anyway, now we appreciate you coming on. I'm sure we'll be back in later this week and, and see you and say hello. But thank you for hanging out, man. We really appreciate it. All right, guys. Hey, be good. Thank you. Thanks, Look, Jimmy. Love from right. Tommy, too. Oh, oh, look at that. Right, man. You Thanks, got Jimmy. it, man. Thank you. You bet. Jimmy's awesome, man. Appreciate him coming on. Like I said, we really are. We're we're blessed in the Tampa Bay area. You know, I feel, you know, Jason mentioned it too. South Central Georgia, tough to uh tough to get picks, man. We we've got some great places to get picks around the Tampa Bay area. We've we've done the rapid reviews. Um, you know, we've done a lot of them with gas bars, we've done a lot of them with uh, David off and the Tampa Bay whiskey society and those guys that do them. And um, man, I'm glad I don't live in Tallahassee like Brendan does because the worst the store. Yeah. The store picks are uh, where we're at. So yeah. Marcus Um, square liquor does a good job with it too. They do take pride in it, but there's not a whole lot of, I think like the competition that you guys are like, it forces everyone. Jimmy kind of talked about this. You have, there's always someone that's trying to buy barrels and uh, yeah, you guys are with two big cities nearby know what that's like so that's that's nice just move down here just move down here and you can go All drink right. it david off on a tuesday with me i heard the housing market's great in tampa right now yeah, it's <laughs> you real, just live with ben you just live with ben. okay ben <laughs> you can live right, in i love you jimmy comes on man obviously jimmy talked about this too he's very passionate about his store we love that love to see the passion that comes through it, you know there's a lot I, I was trying to say this to him too but again there's a lot of good juice out there but it's the guys that you kind of start to develop a relationship with and you you want to support them and you want to drink with them. We've talked about why we got into bourbon when we drink and it's family and it's friends and people you want to be around and associate with and stuff like that. So um, no, I, I appreciate him for, for coming on for sure. I want to continue to do that. I, I was, we'll kind of jump into the main part of the show then too. I was actually, Brendan, how about this? I, I broke whole 30 a little bit today. I speaking of Tommy on here commenting. <laughs> well, I walked into uh I walked so I walked into David off today just to For see you, we were you've broken whole 30 multiple times now. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it was today it was like this one yeah, time. Yeah, Tina's on like whole 30 minutes. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I had no plans to get anything to drink. I had to be down in that area. I walk in just to say hi to Tommy. And he says Hey man, if you have my stag junior pick, and I was like, Yeah, I have it's really good. And he was like, I have some more, you know. It was like, I, what was I gonna do? Turn that down 
I was Tommy's like, oh, God, yeah, it's just a little bit. I was just like, oh, whatever. I'll, it'll be fine. Really if good you, stuff. If you insist. We did. Uh, ben and I did a rapid review of their Wilderness Trail mm-hmm. um, last week. I'm yep. going to send you a sample of the bourbon. You know, you probably like the weeded a lot, too. The weeded, I like the bourbon more than the weeded, but you're... you're bourban was so vanilla. More of a, the, I have not had a vanilla bomb like that. Oh, you like yeah. vanilla. I, yeah, I, and I feel like bourbon so much are like caramel, and I loved the vanilla on this. Really, really good stuff. I'm even more excited again. Screw Whole30. It's, it's content. You got to do what you got to do for content. Yeah. Uh, we're doing we're the peerless the ones. We're doing the David off peerless rye uh, and bourbon this week. Uh, Those are two that I'm excited about. TJ loves him some peerless. Dude, before you guys got on the peerless train, I've been on this peerless train. I got Tommy's pick two years. Uh, it was the it was the very end of uh, 2020. Yeah, two years. So two picks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh. It was a it was a beef and leaf. So it was David off and beef and leaf beef for best Burns name in leaf. town. Best I get it. name leaf. in town. Beef and leaf. Um, Gosh, forget that pick. Thing. Oh my goodness, that I I cried when that bottle finished. Like that was so good. Jimmy uh, seems dramatic. Jimmy, Tommy was telling me today that their peerless pick um, coming up that comes out this year is going to be six years old. Uh, their rye that comes out. Ooh, I am wow. so that'll be the nice oldest for yet. rye. Yeah, yeah. I, I want them to do so, a, a Sagamore six year rye pick. Oh, that'd be good. Mm. Oh, talk to Tommy. So anyway, so I had that, and then I didn't stop there. He uh he went to I, I shouldn't say this out loud because Brendan's gonna get upset. But he also had a Sazerac rye um store pick. That what? it was his personal bottle. It was his, it was for his birthday. And yeah. he was like, Hey, you can, this is my bottle. You can have some of this. And I was like, What was I going to do? Say, like, No, I'm not going to drink your birthday bottle. How was how it? You, how disrespectful. Amazing. It was freaking yeah, I'm great. Sure it was. It was, it was great. so good. I that love been Baby Saz. Turn it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Baby Saz. It was really, really good. Uh, actually, I think from a store out in California, we were talking about that. I think he was saying like Texas and California have it. Florida doesn't yet. I don't know what's up with Florida, man. Like, come on, Florida. We're not getting that. I don't know if it's Florida's fault or Buffalo Traces or what, but I don't know. I'd love to have a makes no sense. I would love to have a Sazerac Davidoff pick. Like, how sick would that be? Ben, whatever you're doing with your hand, yeah, above the above, so we can see what you're. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Spinning. Are you still drinking that? Are you still drinking the sample, or did you pour something else? I definitely poured something else. Oh my god, you guys, you're on whole thirty. You're on whole thirty, dude. Oh my god, Ben's getting blasted tonight. Is that obliterated? The, was that the Jack? It's the Koi Hill. The Koi Hill, baby. Shittered. Oh it has to God. open up. It has to right. open up. Right, has it opened it, up some? Move it on. We got, we got other chocolate. We got other chocolate here. Can you bring it over after? Nope. Oh sorry. Whole 30. <laughs> You're the worst. All right. We got a <laughs> lot of stuff to get through. And uh, Just a little time. We'll jump into the main part of the show. Thank you for oh those that are still hanging out. Yes. We got a lot of viewers on um, a lot of viewers on Twitter tonight. So that's cool. Thanks, everyone. Um, only fans doing cheers to the nose nose in the house what up what up cheers to the nose oh yeah the n-o-e-s not my nose the n-o-e-s yeah. what's up dude hope they're doing great um they're my fave they're definitely right. the favorite couple that watches our show that we appreciate them watching there's no other couple that watches the show that we like more than them no couple knows bourbon like this couple. Oh, um, no couple knows the trouble. The trouble. Right, Brandon, tell us what we're getting into tonight. This is your idea for a segment. Um, um, yeah, so well, this, you get to intro it. 
This was yeah. an idea that I Take had. Take the wheel. Take the wheel. Uh, Forrest, Jesus. Forrest, if you zoom in on me, I will. Brendan, take the wheel. Reduce your pay. For... No, no, he's trying to. He doesn't know quite how to do it. He's moving us. Oh, damn you, Forrest. Zoom damn on you. in. I just did it. I just figured <laughs> I'd have an assist. <laughs> did you move us over too? Something. He did that. It yeah, doesn't matter. All right. It's okay, a so, This was an idea that I had as we were trying to think of, of content to do for this month while Ben and TJ were supposedly on hole 30. Now as I'm seeing, I've seen this now, they were both fraudulent <laughs> in this attempt and we could have just been doing our, our normal content of trying different whiskeys and whatnot. But uh, I thought this would be a good experiment and good thing to talk about for like 10 minutes or so. And that's what's on a bourbon label, what we value on a bourbon label. And it, listen, like bourbon has blown up so much in the last four or five years or so. And it's started all these craft distilleries and there's all these different rules and regulations that are changing for what has to be on a bourbon label. So I thought it'd be relatively interesting to kind of go over what needs to be on there, uh, what you guys should look for. If you're saying you're new into bourbon, like what are a few things that you should be like valuing what we value and, uh, and maybe let like Ben crap on a couple of different like poor labels that he doesn't like. So I thought that'd be fun. We can get into it here in a minute if you guys want to. And then, uh, and then, yeah, that, 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 that'll be that. I hate that this is zooming in on me. I really don't like it. Sounds good. Tommy also brought up Market Square used to be the place when um, old man Jim owned it. Is he not the – Brendan, how long – I don't know how long ago that was. No, um, uh, Jim does not own it now. Well, that's what he was um, saying when he, when he did. I oh, when, that. yeah. Oh. But no, I mean, that not since I've been in Tallahassee the last four or five years or so, oh, to okay. my knowledge. They did a good – so I really did like their – um. They did a good four roses pick. Mm-hmm. Um, they they do a good job with picks. Like they they do take pride in that, and they send guys up to like Kentucky and stuff. Like Jimmy was talking about, like it is something that they do well uh, for sure. Hmm. Um, they just don't have any competition in Tallahassee, right? And so like they could, you know, competition's healthy. Like it's it's a good thing to have. Iron sharpens iron, as I like to say in the football field, TJ. Yeah, or in the Bible. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that is that is that biblical? It's not a gridiron. <laughs> Sharpens iron. You know, like Jesus and Walter Payton. Um, all right. So, Brendan, <laughs> the gridiron sharpens gridiron. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, Brendan, you you introduced us. You let us in. Um, what is the first thing you look for? On a bourbon label. I'm looking at like five different bourbon labels. I mean, the name is important. So I'm trying to not do something obvious. I think proof is like one of the first things my my eyes go to because there is a semblance of like, I know if it's like 80 proof, I send it back, right? Like that's not something that I'm super interested in at this point in my bourbon journey. Even 90, eh, probably not. It's got to be like 100 or above for really to pique my interest unless it's something uh, special or unique or in that range. So I'd say proof is up there. Uh, and we get into the nuts and bolts and other things, but, but proof is a pretty good starting point of like telling you whether something's going to be in your wheelhouse or not. Conversely, if you don't like proof, if you're new into bourbon, uh, probably pay attention and get yourself like a barrel strength, like 120 proof, or that might be a little ambitious. Um, Ben, do you have something you look for? We'll get kind of more into the script and stuff, but do you, is there something you look for specifically um, when you're looking at a label? Yeah, so I definitely start generally just kind of reading over what it says um and that may just seem obvious but a lot of people are just like oh i look at the name and that's that's it but for example um wilderness trail it prints its entire mash bill 
On love that. Awesome. I love right? that. You know, I just said, that's hey, the one we rapid is... reviewed. So if you yeah. haven't watched that yet, go back to our YouTube and watch it. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, this is this is uh, this is Tommy's and uh, Tim Boy Society Wilderness Trail. It says sixty four percent corn, twenty four percent rye, and twelve percent malted barley. Right? Like that's Love that. that's great. Um, it also tells you uh, the age. So this is four years and three months. Seems that's super reasonable. Oddly that you specific would like to, in a good way that you would like to know. Um, also, the same thing with this. Uh, this Jack Daniels Coy Hill release. It tells me the date it was barreled and then the date it was bottled. So I know exactly how old it is. Um, but proof. Some of the words that I enjoy seeing kind of on a bottle are I I, I like seeing single barrel. That's just because I can relate to it. It's just one barrel. It's not a big, it's not a batch. Um, small batch in my head means nothing to me. It doesn't really mean nothing. anything in general. Um, I also like to see non-chill filtered. I really like that idea of not pulling out any any flavors, not adding any flavors. So, uh, so non-chill filtered um, and cask strength, meaning I'm not watering this down at all. It's whatever went into the barrel. It's the same thing as coming out of the barrel. Um, nothing added, nothing taken away uh, through filtering. So, just as a point of reference, that's kind of the the, the markers that I'm looking at um, on a, a on a general base level. Um, and then if you want to get really specific about, uh, distilled by and bottled by, um, yeah. we're looking I, at what distilleries they come from and that kind of stuff. Cause a lot of these are like non distiller producers, that kind of thing. So that's super important. And we'll get into that, but Ben, that's like a part that people, especially now, like there's a lot of vagueness in that realm sometimes where it shouldn't be. And I think that's yeah. also super important to be transparent about where your stuff's coming from. Like we all like source stuff. But yeah. let us know that it's Just sourced that or, it is, yeah. or blended by you. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get into all, all these nuts and bolts here. But uh, there, there's a ton of information that should be on the label. Sometimes it's on there. Sometimes it isn't. You mentioned the Wilderness Trail. I love – yeah, a couple of things Ben brought up that I wasn't even thinking about. And I'm thinking like front labels, right, when we talk about labels. But, yeah, I love stuff that says when it was bottled and when it was dumped. Um, obviously, we think about Blanton's having a dump date on it. Um, uh, Evan Williams – single barrel has um, a bottled and dump date on it. I love when, um, you know, the, the one that you mentioned, the wilderness trail also has the dump date. I love the recipe on it as well. You talked about that. I love when four roses does the OBSK or OBSV mm -hmm. or OBSR, like whatever the label. I love knowing not, not that I even know what that means, but I love the recipe being on the side of it. Um, we talk about the stave profiles with makers. I love seeing those stave profiles. I was talking with Sean about those the other day and think that that's really, really cool that you can kind of, you know, something is all the French toast, you know, French toasted. Oh, well, it's going to be very toasted, right? Like it's pretty straightforward. If it's all the mm -hmm. mocha, it's going to have a lot of chocolate. So uh, I like that stuff a lot. I think that's really, really cool. What about, uh, okay, let's do this and then we'll kind of go again. What about the aesthetics of a label? We've talked about Ooh. how like some labels kind of turn you off just because of the way they 100%. look. Um, it you know, do you, do you have okay, so without naming any bottle specifically, trying to think like bigger picture, more macro here. What do you, you know, what do you like and what do you not like on a label? Like is less more? Do you like do you like to see more? Is like more detail important? You know, like you think about makers, very very straightforward type label um jack daniels kind of maybe in the middle you know pretty straightforward label but really cool 
very set apart, different looking. So anyway, what do you like, not like about a label just in general? Ooh, uh, so I've got like, I'm like a bug where I'm attracted to like different colors and, and light and whatnot. So like if like, it doesn't have to be super pretty, but if it's unique, so Colonel E.H. Taylor, just beautiful yellow, actually kind of an ugly yellow, but it's unique yellow. It's like this mustardy yellow. Who else has a mustardy yellow label on their bottle? It's like a wine bottle, something super fancy, but you see this in the store, your eyes are immediately go to it. Even when I first got into it and now obviously beat into bourbon, like, you know, that is something uh, appealing and to, and to look for. 1920 Old Forester Prohibition style. I got intrigued by it because it had like a turquoise blue lettering on it. And that's literally like something that intrigued me early on. So uh, I know it sounds really stupid and simplistic, but yeah, it's got cool labeling on it like beyond just what what actually like the statistics are uh to me that's something that is a bonus if you can find a way to make it look a little unique or, or splashy because there's so many options out there right uh if it's boring like this old scout is uh which maybe we'll review this later and i really like nightmare. this now, what you a guys la label you that is. gutter palettes it is an awful label though it's like just Jeez. looks like a crayola crayon someone in kindergarten just drew that so yeah, you got to be unique, got to stand out a little bit. That helps you a ton. Ben, anything that you look for? Yeah, I'm. I kind of agree. I go back and forth between importance of bottle shape and importance of label. I really don't like any of my whiskey to be mistaken with wine, and so like my Noah's Mill, Rowan's Creek, mm -hmm. all of those bottles, like the. Anytime it's supposed to look like papyrus and, and they're, like papyrus type font, it bothers the crap out of me. Yeah, not, you're going to do that, put it, on a, wine. put it on the little grenade, right? Because then it's yeah, like on a blade it's and it's very wine, clear. Not you know? And so and when they're giant and tall like this too, they don't fit in my whiskey cabinet, which is something else that like. Also, that's very, like I have, I have two shelves in whiskey cabinet. One's tall and then one's short. Mm -hmm. And so anytime I can find a bottle that fits in my short shelf, it's freaking amazing. It's like all my, so all my peerlesses are on the top shelf and they're short enough to fit up there. It's your blank shelf. trail can fit up there. It's great. But pretty much everything else doesn't. Bug. Elijah Craig, too, too tall. Um, all the old forcer stuff, way too tall. And so that's just weirdly specific for me that should have no bearing on anybody's. And also, like I said, the label and bottle make no difference on anything in general. But it's just weird preferences, well, marketing, is, that kind of thing. It is what attracts your eye to certain things. Like think about what Horse Soldier does, where their label um, is kind of etched out a little it's bit. It's almost like right? stamped metal. Yeah. And so that's an attractive looking bottle. Four roses with the, um, the roses blown into the front of the glass um, on their single barrel. Um, hey, a bottle that I look for a ton is anytime there's an old man smoking a really thin cigar on the front of a bottle. To me, that is a very attractive label and a bottle. That say I, even though it's like a wine bottle, you're of, okay. I was with just that. thinking of Pappy's. Um, we got yeah, it. Oh, no, we understood. Yeah. Ben, ben didn't get it. No, he um, got it. He just thought it was awful. Wanted to drag you for it. Well, you're sure. awful. Um, <laughs> Brendan. There are yes. requirements mm. with labels. Can we talk? Can we take? Let's take this to the not fun part of the uh, episode. Yeah, I'll go through this quickly. Information yeah. is important. We want to be informative and entertaining. So yeah, there talk are to us about some of the things 
that you absolutely need to legally buy the alcohol, tobacco, firearm, whatever, the AT. It's the ATF. The ATF. Some people don't know what that is, though. There are things that you legally need to have. The government says it has to be on there. Now, uh, side note, because the ATF has been bombarded with this whiskey boom in the last like three to five years, uh, some stuff is kind of slipping through the cracks a little bit, getting you know pushed past the goalie there, and uh, and yeah, so th- there's some of these things aren't being as in- enforced as strictly or as strictly as they're supposed to be. But anyways, here's some things that you need real quick. You need a brand name on it. Duh. Uh, you need to know what kind of whiskey it is. Duh. Duh makes sense, right? Alcohol content. Duh. So you need to know how much like proof it is. Was that just condescending? Yeah, a little. State of distillation is important. This is something that like gets missed sometimes and there's some rules like the state of distillation if you're sourcing it we'll get into it a little bit but there's some loopholes here that some companies find the net contents of it uh which i don't know what that means uh the name and address a bottler is that really on the label uh age of the whiskey containing neutral spirits if it's a brandy you have to name the age of the brandy the presence of neutral spirits coloring flavoring or blending materials so if it's like blended with something you have to let them know and then the country of origin, if it is not domestic. So that's, um, those are some of the guidelines. And obviously like, if it's a bourbon, there's guidelines to what you know, it has to be categorized as a bourbon. If it's a weeded whiskey, if it's a rye, et cetera, et cetera. Things like that. I spit when I said that. Sorry. Artwork can be fun too. Jason just brought up the Redwood Empire artwork. Artwork is really, really cool. I hear yeah. that. Really pretty Sometimes cool. artworks can go way over the top though. Like have you ever seen, have you ever seen the fistful of bourbon artwork? Uh, yeah, it's a lot going on there to where it's, it's just almost a lot going hmm. on. It kind of like I like, I mean, I'm just but trying we, to like I but we remember it. Too. We're talking it's, about it. It is remarkable for sure. It made the episode. Love what Kentucky Spirit does with that label. I love that mm-hmm. gold that sticks out, gold. and then it's got the bottom gold. label on the bottom too. Billets um, is classic. It like looks like an old, like I'm looking at it now, like it looks like an old, like like a house sigil kind of um, I bought Redwood empire strictly because of the label and how it looked. I thought it was cool looking. Widow Jane decadence. Really, really good. The way oh. it's got that gold shimmer in it. Oh, and great good. juice in there too. It's Joe decadence's favorite Boo. bourbon and whiskey in the world. I had to explain to Kara. Like she was like, Oh, does he not want, he was on what two weeks ago. Oh no. Thursday night when we did the Stetson Bennett episode. Um, he, she was like, "Does he just not want his real name out there?" And I was like, "Oh no, we've 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 dubbed him Joe Decadence." I had to walk her through that whole story, but AKA Joe Decadence. Um, hey, even some bourbons that we don't love, like I like the Basil Hayden label. It's a lot going on with that extra little thing no. on the front, but that's cool. Put some extra effort into that. Mm, you have a cool bottle opinion. of Basil Hayden? Oh, I do. Russell's Reserve. I'm looking at like like Russell's Reserve is super simple, but like especially the the barrel strength one that's red um or is this was this not cast strength single barrel that's the I love word the, sticks out I, I love the bullet labels i think they're very classic um i saw a bullet bottle in deadwood which was a show in the 1800s why would bullet mm, be there did they even have bullets back then well i guess they did shot her they did have bullets real bullets deadwood, there's a lot of bullets I mean, that was kind of like the frontier time frame. I mean, it kind of makes sense, I guess. No, I get why. Like, that's what they're going for. That's what Bullet's doing. But, like, do you think they have this specific bottle? And, like, wh- whatever. Let's move along. Sorry. Continue. Any notes on labels you guys want to touch before we get on down the road? Oh, uh, let's see. 
I got like, I'm going to ask you guys a couple questions real quick, whether you think it's important or not, uh, that okay. whether it matters on a label. So does small batch matter on a label? No, useless. Don't care at all. Yeah. So E.H. Taylor here. Small I don't know, batch if, picture, if you have the picture pulled up of the E.H. Taylor, it's not in order, but feel free to pull it up. If not, no worries. We're just going to test forest here. Uh, let's see. Moving on to single barrel. Does the label single barrel matter to you guys? Yes, yes. very much so. I said I it agree. first. I was I was the winner. All right. Fine. Does does no. the label of saying something is since like seventeen sixty three since seventeen eighty nine? No. Does that no. matter to you? No. No. Most of those are made up. That's all marketing. Unless unless mm -hmm. I like the idea of nineteen twenty being kind of remash build to like be similar recipe of those time periods. So I like right, but I think that's but different. them establishing themselves. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. that's still marketing. That's effective marketing. Right. In a way right. to say we're trying to emulate like the idea like. that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, proof. Yes. Right. Proof. Yes. yes. Very <laughs> important. All right. Uh, bottled in a certain location. Bottled? I don't know that bottled, I care no. as much. Distilled, probably. Distilled but... in location, yeah. yes. Probably. Yeah. Well, it just tells more of a story, you know? Like, uh, like for well, example, if you have say, like a... I will say bottled, maybe. Oh, let's go back one. Okay. Would, would, they ever, would you ever have whiskey that was aged in one state and then transported and bottled somewhere else? No, yeah. You'd yeah. bottle it. Yes. You'd bottle it where you aged it, right? No, not necessarily. No. Like, like all source smoke, smoke wagon. Is not bad. Smoke wagon is even like really like it. So it's it's supposed to be MGP juice, but like where it's actually it's bottled. It's distributed in is it Nevada? But like I don't even know. Like it's kind of a secret where it's actually aged. aged yeah. uh, at, at a certain point. Now that I wouldn't care Nevada. about bottled. I care more about where it was aged. Yeah, and I think bottled like matters to an extent. Like I mean, what are you? where you end up aging it, like if it's right before, like with in a winery or something like that. I mean, it, it matters, but yeah, where it's distilled is where it matters the most, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, if we have it, I'm going to show it up here. If we do have Unless bullet, you're Jefferson's and you just age it at sea. At sea, which <laughs> I'm going to say people think that's gimmicky. I don't think that's bullshit. I taste... It's definitely, definitely gimmicky, but it freaking works. I taste brine with it. Like I taste the saltiness with it. No, Maybe it's, it's all just... Power we will... persuasion. No, we will do a blind. You think test. it's <laughs> aged on the deck? You think it's put up freaking in the in the way? Uh, do you think I will give you guys some right? And these whiskey. are wooden, these oh are wooden ships from like the seventeen hundreds. <laughs> They're just sitting on the deck next to pirates. You know? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I, I assume that it's on guy top with, and that the, with a peg the leg and an eye run. patch is yeah. freaking searching just, around. Just like falls over the barrel. I taste every, a little like, parrot wave. poop in that one. <laughs> the parrots just whatever all right so bullet bourbon i'm going to show this here so right i have a few issues with this mgp yeah it is distilled well the rise definitely mgp there's been a confusion and contention oh god forest job forest where you go tj i hate you so there's been some contention on who actually sources some of bullet stuff i think they came out a couple years ago and had to clarify that it was four roses the reason why this is confusing is it says distilled an age in the bullet family tradition. That means nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. At the back here, we'll say bottled in. Let's see if I get this to where you guys can see it. In 
Louisville, Kentucky. Makes no makes sense. I mean, geez, you just need to buy this bottling company. Saying where it's distilled. So going back to the to the ATF's rules and regulations, I basically I think the loophole here, if I'm not mistaken, is if you if it's not the same city or state where it's distilled in, then you have to specify it. So like if you're getting MGP Mm -hmm. juice from Indiana and then you're then bottling it in Kentucky, you have to say we got this from Indiana. If you're bottling it in Louisville, Kentucky, and it's being distilled at a separate distillery in Louisville, Kentucky, you don't really have to specify it. So there was a lot of confusion for quite a while on where Bullet stuff was distilled by. Uh, They are partially, for this vague label, responsible for that confusion. They had to come out and clarify it. I don't think anyone has an issue with stuff being sourced. I don't think particularly a whole bunch of people really care that much about it. Just be transparent about it. Uh, and like, you know, does a great job of being transparent. Well, shout out Chattanooga whiskey. They are Chattanooga. freakishly transparent. They give you the mash bill. They give you the fermentation, how long it's temperated. They give you the cooperage on it. They give you the filtration side. They give you the age. They give you the batch size. They tell you how they go about with their malted barley process, how they go about like roasting and stuff. They are super freakishly uh, transparent and that is appreciated as a whiskey nerd and consumer. And that's my spiel on labels. Ben, do you have anything else on labels? Uh, Big fan of, um, dang it. Now I know. Oh, Bardstown. Bardstown Discovery Series. If you look on their labels, they... They're like a, a blending mm-hmm. uh, baller or producer. And they'll put, we have 38% of this mash bill distilled in this state. Boom. 45% of this mash bill. And they'll lay it out. It's, it's crazy transparent. So there's a lot of, a lot of producers will put that out. Some won't, but you know, just support the guys that do. So anyway, yep. back to you, TJ. Cool. Let's jump in. I like that segment. That's a good. I mean, people. It's just you know, not a lot was, of people talking about. That was good filler. I mean, you know, it's important. Fill it up. It's important. Important to know. Important. Oh, we, what we didn't ask about. Uh, anything to like beware of or not? That Ooh, you're not. Real quick. Speaking of no, uh, apparently Jennifer says it's no we. So we've been pronouncing it wrong for like two months. But I'm just gonna keep calling really? you guys no. no. Jennifer, are you sure? Because no, no for I'm, there is no way that we that wrong. Um, <laughs> Get out of here. Anything to beware of? I mean, I'll be right back. Keep it going. I mean, there are certain things that we don't think are particularly it's important. It's not we being mentioned... aware of. It's just yeah. being or not being weary of. It's being aware of. Like it's just more of rule of exclusion than a rule of inclusion. Not gonna be like, oh yeah, this is really overpriced, or yeah. this is really not good it's more of just hey we're not going to tell you where this is from so just we're going to charge 150 for it for example um i want to say two years ago there was a huge source of like dickel 15 product that was out there and everyone was charging like either 120 or 200 for it it was all the same juice but all these small kind of like local producers were just like hey we're gonna bottle it this way and sell it for 200 or bought it this way and sell for 125. So um, anyway, you can look it up. It's you know, it's a, a little while ago. Yeah. It, the only other thing I'll add, and then we can move on, is we mentioned small batch, something that like you're not whatever, don't don't 
that doesn't mean a ton of anything. Uh, craft or handcrafted or talking about like the soup, like like how long this family recipe has been along for. That's all just stuff that's part of marketing. And while marketing is like part of what we pay for and could be cool for a bottle of bourbon, just know like that it does or know we that it doesn't matter anything at all for what you're actually drinking. That's it. A couple of listener questions. We'll do pursuits and purchases and get out of here. Um, Dolphins with a Z562. As much as I've tried to sip on bourbon straight, no ice, I just can't do it. It's just not for me, but something keeps making me want to try. I don't know if I'm starting off with the right one. I have a bottle of Russell's Reserve Single Barrel and Maker's Mark 46. Mm. Um Mm. you guys have thoughts i have an answer here for him but Ooh. thoughts from you guys listener question so dolphin sipping on bourbon dolphins so first off those are two good bottles of bourbon you got there however uh russell's reserve single barrel is going to be proofed at what 110 it's going to be a little spicier right if it's right? a store pick it's 110 i think the regular is 100 Mm, i think you're wrong. Is that wrong i'm pretty sure you're wrong yeah, yeah that's okay. it's either at 90 or 110 there's no in between there except for my proprietary blend that i have right behind me there oh it's... single barrel yeah you're yeah. right you're right oh yeah right, yeah right, just right. Eating, yeah yeah so anyways that's a super i was just thinking the tenure how embarrassing for you it was super spicy makers 46 even though it's proofed i think closer to the 90-ish range maybe a little bit more than that it's got the stave profiles in it that's going to make it a little spicier so what you're talking about is two pretty spicy peppery heat forward bourbons i would say maybe tone it down a little bit keep trying it with ice for a little bit until you realize like okay maybe this is a little boring for me i would either get a bottle of gentleman jack which is going to be not offensive and super mellowed out with the double or triple mellowing charcoal process they use it's not going to be bad at all it's just kind of to me boring but if you're trying to get used to some of the spice with it and get used to some of the basic flavors, it's going to have vanilla. It's going to have banana. It's going to be like a little woody. That's about it. Uh, maybe four roses single barrel at a hundred proof because it can drink a little smoother in a way. Uh, or maybe just Russell's reserve that Ben likes just the standard 10 year at 90 proof. I would go with those three. Try those with ice. Once you're done with the ice, don't jump to neat. Get yourself some like, some rock, uh, like the what, like little metal cubes or whatever. What are they called, guys? Whiskey stones. Don't ever do that. Whiskey stones. What do you mean? Don't ever do it because they make the glass explode. That's garbage. Don't do that. <laughs> if you I'm want, say maybe uh, whiskey stones are the worst. <laughs> if you're trying to transition from rock on the rocks to neat, yeah, that's the that's, that's a good, that's a good path. in between to keep having it cool. Where on the rocks to yeah. neat is you just add a splash of water. Yeah, I think there's a, a bad idea either. I think that's a transition after you take the whiskey stones out. Ben, not everyone's think, as chiseled and loves proof. I as think much whiskey as stones are the most gimmicky oh, thing I've ever seen. Well, in my I life. will say, if you're drinking it, if you like it kind of cold and some of that chill takes some of it off, the whiskey stones keep it from getting watered down. So I do right. see the appeal there. I don't yeah, want to cold in the fridge for a second. Um, also, you're maybe trash, Buffalo man. Trace. Buffalo Trace would be a really good suggestion, I think, mm -hmm. as well. Um, yeah, it's a little harder to find, not as easy, but we've talked about picking out some of the apples, some of the caramel on that. If, if, if you can't, you know, you've got a few different paths to go, right? You can go with the whiskey stones. You can go with, um, throwing a little water in it. You can go Buffalo trace. If you try all of those paths and you can't drink Buffalo trace neat, 
drinking neat just may not be for you at this point. Your palate may change and put a couple flicks of water in it. And you may, I mean, just drink what you like. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't like it with water. I don't like it with ice, but you might. And that's totally fine. Like, don't feel, don't let somebody else feel, make you feel bad for the way that you drink. Julian Van Winkle, who basically started the Pappy Van Winkle line of whiskey, drinks his bourbon good bourbon right like pappy and weller and stuff that we can't even get access to with on the rocks with a lemon twist right literally puts a squeeze of lemon into his whiskey can drink pappy 23 every day for the rest of his life if he wants to must be nice just drink whiskey the way you like it if you like a splash of coke i'm not going to give you any of my good whiskey but drink it however you like it it doesn't matter it's not like it, if you if you have to put ice in, you have to put ice in. It's not a big deal. As the whiskey tribe guys say, the best whiskey is the whiskey you like to drink, how you like to drink it. Uh, ben would probably recommend that you do a Blue Note 120 proof, I'm sure. Uh, the last suggestion I would have too, maybe get yourself a Glen, <laughs> maybe get yourself a Glen Karen. And, yes. and Glen Karens are supposed to help uh, some of the like the, the ether, and the, the ethanol, whatever it is, that the burn that comes out of whiskey. It's supposed to help kind of like the way it, the comes out of here just kind of go past your nose a little bit and make it a little bit more palatable in a way so uh also, try that maybe potentially yeah. as well to go off of brendan's have you tried just nosing the whiskey i know that kind of sounds weird but you see us do that quite often where we just kind of like don't put your nose all the way down into it but we kind of hold your nose two or three inches from the glass and just kind of smell it and enjoy the uh enjoy the notes there enjoy the fragrance and kind of taste it as you smell it as well. Um, ben, you have any thoughts before I go to this last question? No, sounds reasonable. <laughs> ben just thinks you're a wuss for not being able to drink it. Uh, I don't think not, that. And not at 140 proof. Why aren't you drinking okay. Coy Hill? Let me... Three okay. out of the bottle. Okay, <laughs> let me... If if someone approached me and was like, hey, I want to get into the bourbon. I'm not... Into the bourbon. I started into the bourbon. <laughs> and I'm starting at zero. Well, I would ask them where they're coming from. If they're coming from like fruity cocktails right or yeah they come from fruity cocktails i would say all right we'll start with an old-fashioned mm -hmm. and then you just taper back that recipe over time till it's pretty much just only whiskey right sean and then me. yeah sean nosing is sometimes the best part of whiskey yeah for sure I yes totally agree with that um if they're coming from like maybe gin and vodka and they have enjoyed like Moscow mules. They just do like a Kentucky mule and put bourbon in that, right? Just acclimate them to what they're kind of used to with bourbon. And then you kind of slowly transition that way. That's that's the yeah. way that's my only intro. My always is my intro to that. If you don't know have any bourbon experience, old fashioned. Super sweet, super approachable. That's it. Yeah. Start cocktails and they just taper that that recipe way back. Well, he's already drinking it with ice, so he's not starting from scratch. But I see Okay, just kidding. I was my phone hurt. <laughs> I didn't listen to anything. <laughs> so I hear the question. Since you, don't, since you don't like it with ice, put ice in it and then also add sugar and bitters. It's great. Oh, if you don't <laughs> like it with ice, then just take the ice out. Stop about that? Jeez. Have you I'm drinking it with ice. About, I don't like it. Well, then just stop drinking it with ice. Have you Jeez. ever thought about removing the ice? <laughs> yeah. I drink bourbon right now with ice. I don't like the ice. Okay. Simple, simple solution. Stop it. <laughs> okay. World to view. Which bourbons do you recommend as having an investment quality 
that I can mm. store for my bo- for my boys to have when they reach 21 years old. Good. Uh, his boys wow. sound like they're eight wow. years old. Question. He says th- 13 years from now. Okay. okay. I got it. I got it. Go ahead. Okay. Big guys out. Okay. So <laughs> in my head, you're saying that I want to buy something right now, invest in this bottle, save it for 13 years, right? And then are we selling it because it's an investment? Or to drink with his boys when they turn 21. Okay. Anything with a labeled date on it. So if you want to go budget, I have uh, Evan Williams single barrel with my son's birthday as its dump date on that bottle. Um, Blanton's, if you want to go a little bit more, Blanton's has that. How about pretty much every store pick gives you a dump date or um, any sing- a lot of single barrels. How about this Jack Daniels you know, annual release? All of those have dates on it. Um, I don't like using the word investment for buying bottles of whiskey, mostly because that implies you buying it now and then selling it later. Well, then we just actually invest that money in something and then using that to late that money later to buy a really awesome bottle together. Um, so if, if the intention is, yeah, yeah. if, if the intention is selling it and then using that money later to buy a great bottle, then you just buy a Pappy now at even at way overpriced and you sit on for 13 years, a a 13 year old bottle of Pappy is going to be way more uh, than it is today. Anyway, I, um, I, I, I see what you're saying by that. I think the way you're saying that is like, like almost like a personal investment where like it's going to be worth more to him in 13 years than it yeah. is worth to him. Anything today. with a date, anything with a but, date with your son's name on it. The problem though, it's already eight. Yeah. Finding the specific date of That's his birth is, is going That's to be, be tough. tough. Not impossible. Another suggestion is find something, find like a store pick or something of something that you guys have in common and get that. I've talked about this uh, Kobe Bryant bottle, obviously a hero of mine. I named my son Bryant. I got one of these to drink now, one of these to drink when he turns 21. That, to me, that's a cool thing, right? There are other, there are similar things like that where different groups or different stores do store picks and they get a little crazy. I've seen them with Star Wars stuff on there. I've seen them with Disney stuff on there. I've seen them with just, you know, uh, the Lightning won the Stanley Cup and Jimmy and them had one with, the lightning on the on the back of it. I've seen ones for the Bucks winning the Super Bowl. You know, if you you and your maybe a Florida this was on a Florida State board, maybe a Florida State ever wins something again. Well, maybe put women's soccer on the back of one of those, and you and your sons can bond over women's soccer. So I don't know. Find something that you guys kind of like together um, that may be part of a, a pick and uh, go with that. Otherwise, yeah, Ben's date suggestion would would be kind of my first one for sure, Brendan. It's good. No, those are those are all good suggestions. Uh, I think there's got to be a baseline of quality to what you know, like right now. So uh, something that's kind of unique. And when I hear investment, I think you're talking about an emotional investment more than a financial one. But but also like you want to try to get something I think that you're going to be proud of in 13 years from now, and something you think project like could hold up well. Uh, so something that I would say like that's going to fit the single barrel realm. That's going to hit a quality realm. That's going to have a date on it and that you think it's going to appreciate in value when you open it up and be like you know this is a, a really good bottle that's probably worth a good you know, amount of money 13 years from now that i'm opening yeah i think four roses single barrels are really good pick because one you can find it 
now it's not easy to find, but you can stumble on one of these every year or so. And like Ben said, something with bottle on date could add extra value to it. For me, this says October 10th, 2019. Uh, now my grandpa wasn't born in 2019, obviously, but he was born on October 10th. I'm October 11th. Uh, so we always were one day apart with our birthdays and like the way, like when I was turning, uh, 18 he'd be turning 81 and our like numbers ages were always kind of inverse and stuff like Ooh. that so it's cool right so it always like they would always add up to the same age so anyways uh this is a bottle that i will drink on his birthday every single year now i've only had this for a couple of years so i've only had a couple pours but uh this is for my papa cane and one that like i'll think and reflect on him he was a big part of my life uh and we'll drink this and, and think of him so like yeah you can find something cool that that means something to you Hold it, sit on it, value it, and uh, enjoy it when when the time arrives. I will say, if you, um, I like the idea. I've got, I think I have three bottles right now that I'm just literally holding on to and not drinking. They're two Blantons, and then that um, Kobe one to that Good Times. Um, I I love the way Brendan's doing it too. Just for you know, and I know this is not what you specifically asked for, but. Uh, where he takes a drink of it ever so I mean that that'll last you if you really just took a drink of that only on that one day, um that that's it last you twenty five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it's a year. That's yeah, twenty five years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um and if you do two, you know, two, you might be at twelve or fifteen or so. But um What are you trying to say? Can I drink a lot? Yeah, I do. Yes. Uh but anyway, I like that idea too. You know, if you, you Papa Kane was Irish. Yeah. Just saying. so anyway. RP. Good uh rest in peace, Papa Kane. Um, I barely knew you. Um <laughs> Pursuits and Purchases. Brendan saw some BS. Brendan, your favorite part of the show. Um, oh, I did see some oh, don't That's zoom in on me. I hate it so much. <laughs> I think I went over the pursuits and but Can I actually can we get closer to Brendan? Can you can you get closer to the thing? Thank you. I think what I actually purchased. No, I don't like that. Uh, last week I showed you guys. Uh, so I was doing just some hunting this past week, and there's again a limited option of local shops, and I think sometimes I can kind of force like prices to be driven up because like no one's really there to to keep you in check. I saw a Colonel E H Taylor single barrel at three hundred. Dollars. Which... Well, I bought three of them, and then drank them. Oh, what a deal! Yeah, high money. <laughs> uh, I saw oh, at the same store an old Ezra Seven, which is solid. I like it a lot. Uh, it used to be a great value, and then it got put like an ABC vault, and I think it became like a bad value, especially now like where it's been driven That's up in a the little vault? bit. Vault? It's been taken out of the vault because okay, I thought people like it. Like, <laughs> Jeez, what a it nightmare! Was really good for the price point of about like sixty bucks. <laughs> I've been saving up all year for my vault pick. I got an Ezra Seven. It was Can a good imagine? barrel strength whiskey, <laughs> and the market got, got skewed a, a little bit Rare. here in Florida. Eagle Rare was in the vault too. Uh, but I do love some ABC stuff. Just some of the vault stuff got a little carried away. But anyways, I saw this at a local shop for $99, which was for a seven-year, $150. Dollars? Dollars. Come on, guys. Like, I get that you set some prices high for people to haggle with you. You want to have some wiggle room there. But it can't be so high to where I don't even want to talk to you about it. That well, being said, I've gets... seen them. They've sold, like, a George T. Stag at, like, $800 there before. Or they just put it in the back. 
Uh, they sold a Michter's barrel strength rye like at 250, 300 before. So like clearly it works for them. It's just it it is frustrating as a consumer with limited options, and you want to support local people to feel like you're not getting supported back. What's funny, Ben? What's so funny? Let's see what the private chat says. You man, you're so funny. Over an hour. Well, you know what? Sometimes you go long. Yeah, just said. for that, I've got some more to talk about. Um, talk to me. If you, oh, you know, to be, to be fair, Ben is holding some a mic for an hour. That's got to be pretty. Oh, I've got that mic in my garage. You can have, bro. Uh, what the heck? I keep saying that, but every yeah. time I come over, it's always forgotten. Uh, yeah, obviously, don't love to see prices like that. Um, with you, Jamie. I actually watched with a really, you. really good video on. Um, and I'll say I've been guilty of this. I watched a really, really good video on why it is. Um, ben, this is a great episode. I don't know what you're complaining about. I'm not complaining well, about anything. Like I watched a great were... video on why it's bad to just walk into a store and do you have anything allocated? Okay, and then walk back out. Like, and it was a it was a very well done video. It was put into one of our one of the groups that I'm in on Facebook, and um, it basically just kind of explained you know what liquor store owners have to do to get allocated bottles, why they end up, you know. Um, saving those for people that come in and shop often at their store, which is no different than what ABC does. A, a, but ABC just does it in a, in a way that, uh, you know, is trackable. But you have mm -hmm. to spend X amount at ABC to be able to get access to their allocated bottles. It's the same thing as a liquor store. If, so if you transition your $2,000 a year of buying to your local guy instead of your ABC, then he do the same thing for you, you know? And potentially they why they do that potentially right you build that relationship you, you make yourself seen things like that um but it said basically everything in this video can be thrown out the window if stores shot uh raise their prices to above secondary and that's to me that's the dividing line right like if if uh mictor's 10 retails at what 150 and it's yeah, secondary right is it 220 250 if that's in a store for 200, I'm not like, I'm not like crying foul. It's probably yeah. still too much for me to buy it because to be very fair with you, it, it doesn't even really have trade value in that for me because like I consider my time in trading it. I consider my shipping and I consider my time in getting it, bringing all, everything else. Even not that you'd ever ship urban. It's illegal. You know, I, I mean, I just have a great arm. I throw it, I but it really doesn't even have like trade value else. at that cost. But I don't. I wouldn't get that upset about that, right? It, for two hundred dollars, when it's four hundred dollars and it's like above secondary, I'm like, what's even the point? Like, I'll just go on a secondary. I'll just get a secondary. Mm -hmm. I don't if it's above that. So yeah, yeah, that stuff drives me nuts. You said that yeah, you know, crazy. single barrel. That's well over secondary, right? Yeah, 80, so what's 80. what's the yeah? There's that begs like, what's the point of supporting this local shop if I can go and buy it on the internet for a hundred dollars less than that or right. fifty dollars yeah. less? Um, or if we want to like, Hey, I buy a couple of these bottles and then I'll buy this. Like it's so high up there. There's not even a negotiating starting point. So yeah, right. that was my, you my... talk them down to secondary and then it's like, well, why right. I could just have it shipped to my house for free. So, all right. Uh, Ben, do you have any other, do you have any, I don't have any pursuits and purchases. I haven't bought anything. I haven't been drinking whiskey this month. Yeah. I haven't really been doing anything like that either. So I got nothing. You guys should I have like a nice bottle purchase to have open when you finish your whole 30 that you're working so diligently on. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to drink some of your stuff when I come up into Tallahassee at the end of the month. <laughs> Can't wait. 
Um, seems like a good plan. Shout out Jimmy for coming on tonight, talking to us about Gaspers. Um, shout out Tommy in the comments as well. Uh, we need to get Tommy on here. I'm David off. We've chatted with him. Yes. Um, I want to do something at, at, uh, at David off as well. Shout out Tommy for the uh, drinks today as well. Find us on social media. It's everywhere. Program on the budget. We'll be back on Thursday to review. We don't know what quite yet, but I'm sure Brendan has something great. Let me scout it out. Cheers. For myself.